Greetings. Hello. Let's see if this works. Hello. Are we here? Are we here? Are we live? I don't know. I'm not we running have audio. This is the right most now. professional intro we've ever done. At least 50% uh, of that is correct. Okay. Uh, I think okay. we're here. Hello. I, haven't, I have not yet heard anyone protest that there's no audio. Um, so, here we go. Uh, hello. Hi. Welcome. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. Good day. Hi. Hey. How's it going? Welcome uh, to Inside the Verse. I don't know what episode we are. I don't know what we're going to talk about. 89. Is, is, it, is it even Saturday today? Yes. Okay. Maybe. Who do I have with me? Who am what I? What month is it? I'm David. I'm, I'm sort of some kind of tea drinking person. With me, I've got an egotistical maniac, an absolute madman, completely bonkers. It's Nakara. I've got the sweetest, most what? kind, and thoughtful person I know, which is Jake Acapella. And I've what? got some drunk-ass <laughs> Canadian wanker, Shiver. I think. Wait a minute. I could be confused. No, your heiress. Confused is watching. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay, so. Yes. What is, how is everybody doing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay. Broke, you broke the internet, David. I know. I try and do it every week. It's my job. Oh, Weekly you know, you thought you were ready for anything I could throw at you in an intro. Nope. You thought. Never. No. Okay. Let's get started because uh, there's a man. lot. Yeah. There's, oh, my God. It's it's there's... kind of funny because I've, I've had a lot of people complaining this week. I, I uh, helped moderate the general subreddit discord. And I've seen a lot of people saying that. CIG haven't been given giving us any information for a while now, and uh, see the uh, monthly report, people. Uh, Good God, the monthly report is beautiful. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, let's get into it. So Chris is back. He's back in the UK. He's finished the 3.0 mocap stuff, and he's 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 back again. He's back again, which is always good. Yep. Uh, Starmory. It's happening. Slowly. It's happening. It's being, it's being tested by QA. Which means it's, it's, it's done. It, Ish. It, it mostly. I'd yeah. feel a lot better if it was in the hands of the Evocate instead of the QA. Yeah. Um, it's mostly that, that I think, um, if they're playing it every day, then it's got to be working. Like, yeah. Mm. I mean, they're working. having. They're, they're having still making. They're still making. Tests, right? They are, but they're still making apparently large changes to it after every one. So, yeah. Um, uh, I don't think I, it's. I don't think it's up to speed yet. Related I don't to know Starmarine, if, uh, Zane is in the yeah. chat who wrote a very interesting article that's very popular up on ImperialNews.network yep. about what to expect from Starmarine. Mm -hmm. Good article. We're really glad to have uh, Zane writing for us because, hey, we always like people writing for us. Hi, Zane. Hi, Zane. Welcome. Uh, Shiver, you should try and post that article in the chat so that people can, you know. Oh. Am I a mod? You should am be. Am I a mod? Yes, I am. Yes. Um, 
question, though, was... and I know I've, I think we've talked about this pretty much every week for a while, but do you actually think that Star Marine is going to make it to the Avocati, or will it, uh, will it skip See, the Avocati? <clears throat> I don't know. That's a good question. Um, based on everything they've said, it sounds like they have a lot of faith in the Avocati, so I think that they will probably push it there first. Um, especially since it's 800 people. I didn't know it was that big. It's huge um, yes. now. It's gross. 800 so, people, 40 countries, it's, it started, 12 languages. Um, as far as I know, from here and down the grapevine, it started with around two or 300 people. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it's it's grown a little bit. What what CIG have really done here with the Vicati? I mean, <laughs> that's I mean, this is basically the largest QA department. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. CIG have <clears throat> managed to take the the love that the, their fans have for the game and turned it into the largest QA department for free. Period. We should, yeah, that should be the the Evocati's uh, motto is what the orcs always say. We will never be slaves. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought they are. Like, I don't. There, there's a lot that CIG have done that's that's new. I mean, the whole crowdfunding an entire AAA game is new. Lots of this, the open development is new. I think if anything is going to catch on, it might be the Evocati. Yeah. yeah. I could see yeah, other... I do. I do think that um, that a lot of companies have opted for the stress test, especially if it's multiplayer. Yeah. Um, which is good. Um, and also getting feedback in terms of balance changes. Like we were just talking about Overwatch before the podcast started. And bef before they... Yeah, before they throw anything, any big change onto the major servers, they put it on the, the test servers. Yeah. And like anyone can can go on those test servers, but um, but you, you have to opt in and they usually get a lot of really good feedback from that. Rivals, I've tried turning up my mic a bit. Let me know if it's any better. I hope it is. You sound all right for me, but who knows? Eh, who it's knows it is my inbox thing is a pile of crap. So, uh, yeah, I love how you still call it an inbox. <clears throat> But it is. It's an M box. It is actually an M box. It's I literally an M box. What? They still make those? Or no. have you just had it for like? I've had it forever. <laughs> <laughs> thus, thus, it being a pile of uh, crap. Uh, it comes from Six Fs and Caps, who has provided all my audio gear as well as these lovely sound things that are not all over. So. I can sound less echoey, apparently. Um, oh, let's talk more Starmine. Well, no, we got in, in ATV this week, there was a studio update talking about the lighting and how Star Marine is going to be a more tactical FPS, basically saying that lighting isn't going to be designed to contrast with the player. It's just going to be realistic lighting. Yeah, like mo most games, they highlight the players so they're easier to see. Um, this game, you'll truly be able to hide in plain sight if you're good enough. Being able to use your lighting as an advantage... Like yep. finding dark corners to hide in or um, being able to lose people because of a dark room and you're moving fast enough to be able to. So much so you'll, you'll have to start thinking about if I fire my gun, will that give away my position? Can I afford to give away my position? Yes. Leading mm. on to suppressors yeah, and, and so it's on. Not, 
it's not just going to I mean, we already saw it. Well, we saw it a long time ago, but the sound that they were doing, they showed it like last year, I think. The sound mm-hmm. stuff from the sound has only improved since then. And even then, it was amazing. So you're going to be able to use light and sound to really hone in on your enemies, right? Which yep. also mm-hmm. gives them a lot of room for attachments for weapons to reduce the like suppressors or um anybody know, else flash super muscles. glad that anybody yeah. else super glad that Emery is the is the one doing the lighting for Star Marine cuz yeah. I am yeah. <laughs> mm. Shout out to Emery yep. he's uh, pretty, yep. pretty He won he won best community thing last year Yeah from INN because yep. he did cool stuff and then CIG is yep. like oh, and ate him. We will swallow you whole. <laughs> it's one of, going uh, so back to the audio 6. thing. That's one of the things I yeah. really like about what they're doing with the audio. It's um, recent battlefields have really tried to do that with the frostbite engine and their yep. war tape setting, <clears throat> but it, it it it's never quite there, is it, with the positional audio? But it seems like. Uh, CIG are really putting in a lot of time and effort to make the audio an actual, um, like you say, a source of things. So you'll be able to discern a target's location and use it to your advantage. And not a lot of games really go into that depth. It's really good to see or hear. I think it's I, also too because Battlefield is so busy and yeah. there's, yeah. I think there's a lot gonna, of stuff going on. I think you're going to want a good set of headphones for. Uh, mm-hmm. No, 5.1s. You want your 5.1s. Yep. Yep. Um, so they talked a bit about matchmaking and matchmaking in 2.6 is apparently going to change up. It's going to be more similar to Overwatch or Heroes of the Storm where you group up and then you search for a game rather than Battlefield where you go into large lobbies and such. Uh, any thoughts on that? Uh, I like traditional matchmaking better. So, yeah, I don't like what Battlefield and Call of Duty have done in recent years. No, I, I like that approach. I think it'll work nicely. Um, and I know people have been desperate to play together for a long time, so I think that it yeah. will be uh, a big boost to that side of things I think, as well. Um, I think maybe one of the things that's that might be holding back this patch is um, a lot of this stuff is probably going to carry over to the Persistent Universe as well. Yes. Um, yeah. so, um, so they're trying to get that right, which, good. <laughs> well, and the other thing is that... Uh, as I've said before, 99.9% chance that this patch is what they see as a uh, the stepping stone to Squadron 42. It has all of the game mechanics they need. So, well, the yep. thing is, like, keep in mind, Squadron 42, when it was originally concepted, wasn't supposed to have any of this first-person stuff. And it wasn't supposed to have procedural planets and stuff in it either, right? Like, it was supposed mm-hmm. to be set pieces. So it kind of makes sense that... I mean, that's the reason we've had Arena Commander forever, because we've been able to test flight for them forever. Mm -hmm. But now, one, flight needs to change, because the flight gameplay is different, and so is the FP. Like, yeah, they need to do a lot of testing with us before Squadron 42. Yep. Um, So I want to move on to the monthly report, because I know we're going to get into a quick entertainment session, and then we're going to do questions. But first... There's some monthly report stuff that I think is incredibly important. Uh, one, All right. Peter Mackey. I, s- I say we go through each studio because one of the best ones is towards the end. Oh, yeah. Well, L.A. 
okay, LA, honestly, not much this month. Uh, work on the Aquila, the Herald, and work on Item System 2.0. Yep. It's, and we, I, we knew all that. Item so. System 2.0 is important, but um, it's coming. Austin? Peter Mackey. Yep. Working Weather on... Weather Wizard. Well, he's working <laughs> on something called Trade Slayer, which is an end-to-end economic model of how an item gets created from mining commodities, being refined, manufactured, and then placed on a store shelf. Like... Yep. Well, this is that stuff needs to be in the game for well, maybe not three O. Although there will be trading in cargo, maybe. Um, it certainly needs to be in there sooner rather than later. But <clears throat> I, I find that insane. That it's not just. I mean, in most games I've ever played, it's like you mine some iron and then you get rid of the iron and whatever you go back and mine some. They're gonna like. Mines the iron. go into the ether, it still exists. It, it mm. exists, and there's yeah. going to be an entire mine it, then send it to the refining, then send it to manufacturing, then send it to the store. Like, there's an entire economy here. Mm-hmm. And and Although, not just like World of Warcraft, it, where you mine ore, build something, put it on the auction house. Like, this is going to include the in-game stores as well, right? Yep. Um, yep. Although a lot of those steps are saved if you have an Orion. <laughs> This is true. This is nice. I mean, uh, <laughs> well, you, you can do the mining and the refining in one place at one time, which is kind of yep. nice. Mm-hmm. And send it off um, to an endeavor to turn it into guns. Yeah. So that is awesome. Cool yep. stuff coming out of our PU team. Yeah. Uh, Foundry 42. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Um, I actually, I actually oh. wanted to mention something else about Peter uh, P, P. Mackey's work. Yeah. Um, I think the price fixer thing is pretty interesting too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. How they'll generate in-game values based on like the characteristics and components costs for all of the ships. Yeah, and that will form their price. Like I think it's really cool. Yeah, uh, it, it sounds like what they're doing with the economy is going to be simulating an actual economy, which is yeah. really, That's... really important for a game. I mean, yeah. And that's well, also why never- Tony Zervek <laughs> is overlurking it. Yeah, Tony Z. Yep, Tony Z. Um, so I want to talk a bit about Foundry Forty Two UK because this is something. There's a lot of stuff in here. There's a lot of stuff in here, but there's there's one thing I want to pick out as being probably the most important thing in this entire monthly report. The Prowler. Citizen Con happened. No. No. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking. The no. Prowler. All Squadron Forty Two levels are in final art. Excellent, which means yep. they're no longer gray box. Well, and, and keep in Good. mind, last month, this is last month's report. Beginning of last month, we were told that things were in gray box. Chris stood up on the stage at CitizenCon and said, it's in gray box. No. Now, uh, no, 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 wait, 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 He said all levels for gray box are better, which means a lot of them are probably better. Right, but now... It's final art or better. Yep. yep. That is that is a drastic improvement in under a month. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, but what it means is that they were a lot closer than we thought they were. Yeah. What it means mm-hmm. to me is the thing holding them back is subsumption. It's getting the AI yeah. right. AI which, is going to be their biggest blocker. That which, AI is... Which, 
something complete that you you've got say skyrim's ai where an ai has a preset routine it says i have a shop i have to be in this shop at nine o'clock i have to stay in this shop till five o'clock then i go home then i repeat the process this assumption is far more in depth it's much more i need to get out of the house how do i get out of the house what's in my way i navigate round the house i've got out of the door and then you and so on it's it, it you could and it's adaptable as well. So if it will react to another NPC that's going to jump out on another NPC in a dark alley and mug it or what, whatever. It's really complex and, system. And here's the thing with that, too, is that um, that they're not just building the AI for Squadron 42. They're making a robust AI system that they can use in both Squadron 42 and Star Citizen. So... Yeah in order to do like that's why it's taking so long guys is they're making something that's never been done before so um and like i see a lot of people that are like oh um that are like oh like oh we need we need star marine before we can get squadron 42 and the fact that star marine is not done means the mechanics aren't done no the mechanics for star marine are super done and they've probably been mm. done for a long time Considering we were, I mean, I've known this for a while, but Chris Roberts just reiterated it on ATV this week. They're playtesting uh, Star Marine daily, which yeah. means the mechanics are done. They're just making sure the matchmaking's working and there's no bugs in the maps or anything like that. Keep One in mind. I, I did notice this week is they're still talking about um, having network problems where they yeah. were having desync and things like that i think that needs to be solved before it goes live and that's all stuff that i don't know how much they're going to fix for 2.6 we have to hope that it's fixed for 3.0 like networking now is probably their biggest well, that's hurt. what they're working on though right is <clears throat> the uh is star network yeah so i just um, don't i don't I don't know if it's going to make it for 2.6 and i, I they're going to yeah. try and make it as good as they can but it it we'll it start network won't make it for 2.6 yeah. it's not going to be great in 2.6 but yeah. it has to be playable I think I think the the system we'll get for Star Marine and Arena Commander in two six will be a tiny chunk of Star Network. Yeah, but I don't think we'll see the improvements on the PU side at no. all. One one thing I think is important to remember is like Star Marine's going to come out and we're going to play test the hell out of it, but they're going to be adding new things. They're going to be adding you know the ability to start tweaking all of your components. You're going to be able to tweak every single component inside your gun. Right. Like there's going to be so much and that's all going to have to be balanced and they're going to be balancing this stuff forever. Right. And there's going to be there's going to be balance passes after Squadron 42 oh, comes yeah. out. Ships are going to change. Numbers are going to change. Things are going to change all the way along. But the core gameplay is there. Yep. yep. And probably has been for a little while. You know what I think they were probably planning on doing, and then they realized that they wanted to get all the all the AI and persistent planets into uh, Squadron Forty Two. Do I think they probably were planning on doing is releasing Star Marine with Squadron Forty Two? Maybe. And then they realized they probably they wanted to put some more systems into Squadron Forty Two, so they like Star Marine like. They knew Star Marine was going to finish first before Star Marine or before Squadron 42. And then they're like, OK, let's put in 2.6 just to get it out there, because that would have been so smart 
if they release Squadron 42 and they're like, oh, yeah, here's the single player campaign and multiplayer. Yeah. yeah. You know, like right. all other shooters ever. The only problem so. <laughs> with that is that they don't get any play te- real play, se- play testing before that. Before yeah. Squadron. That way. They, they yeah. do need the play testing of the FPS, but most games don't get play testing of their FPS before they launch, right? I mean, they might do a beta, but that's about it. Well, yeah, and, and a lot, as a lot of people, everybody knowing that, uh, watching this knows that um, 99% of betas these days are glorified demos. Yes. Um, and however, how there's 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 also the thing that Squadron 42 can be balanced completely differently than the than Star Marine. Yeah, yeah. it could it could be absolutely yeah. because uh, I'm going to bring up this game a lot. Look at the title of this podcast right now. Um, I, I played this little game called Titanfall 2 last week. And, it's little, uh, is it? What? <laughs> I said oh. it's little, is it? Yes. Um, but there, there's, a, there's a weapon that you get to use in the campaign that doesn't exist in the multiplayer. Because it's really, really powerful. That happens uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, not like... I'm not talking like a rocket launcher... Or something obvious like this is a pistol. Um, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. But if you've played the first Titanfall, you know what pistol this is. Um, it it's one that locks onto everything. You highlight, you pull the trigger, and everything dies. <laughs> <laughs> that bullets oh. curve. It's beautiful. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but that's just not in the multiplayer because obviously it would be super broken, right? Insta win, uh, yeah. So like, it it it's not super necessary that they get all the balance tweaks right between the two games because like, especially if you want like some scripted stuff, which Squadron Forty Two is going to have a lot of, um, it helps to have your weapons work for that. Know what I mean? Yeah, I, I would agree. I'm not really thinking about about balance passes. I'm thinking more about animations, guns. Oh. Do things work? Does the sound work? Yeah. Um, do all well, of the different positions that your guy can take work? Do you clip through walls? You Zane, know, Zane and Acid in chat are saying. I mean, Zane's saying the word beta gets misused now. Planet Coaster is releasing on the 17th, and the beta starts on the 9th. That's not a beta. That's an early access demo. And yeah. as it says, back in my day, beta oh, meant this. testing. Mm-hmm. And uh, correct, yeah. I, I haven't unlocked this yet, which is probably why uh, that pistol is a boost in Titanfall Two, um, which means it's like, like you you kill a certain number of dudes and you get to have it for like this long. Oh, mm-hmm. um, still, so then you wreck bad, everyone. But but my point stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it's just add that all the time. Oh my Star god! Citizen, <laughs> Star Citizen is using an alpha the way games used to use betas. Yes. Yeah, used to a long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> now here's here's the thing about that, and I'm gonna I'm putting on my Dolvac hat for a minute. Oh no, no, oh, okay. I don't want a Dolvac hat. <laughs> no, and like, but but I am, but I'm not. Okay. Because Dolvac's all about semantics and how we use words, right? Um, but I think, I think it's been long enough where we've had like people are like, oh, alpha means this and beta means this. It really doesn't mean either of those things anymore. And alpha that's just how the, the alpha used to be before you made it to like one yeah. point. Like, one point was launch. 
yeah. right? Well, no, it's it's not even that. It's like Ugh. it's alpha. Alpha is unfinished. Beta is a stress test. Whereas it used to be alpha never saw the light of day. Yeah, yeah. beta was. Your content isn't finished, but yeah. the gameplay elements are finished. Right. Yeah, like if you you actually go back and look at, um, I, I did a little bit of work in the community on uh, World of Warcraft, and there are screenshots out there from Alpha World of Warcraft. It bears yeah. no resemblance to anything anyone oh. ever played. It's scary. nothing. Doesn't look <laughs> at all like anything anyone ever played. I but, played beta, and it was a true beta back then. They did yeah. actually be- do beta for a long time, and they fixed things. It's still yeah, beta. It's not really now. Yeah, now it's sort of shifted. So like well, alphas, beta, and and yeah. that's kind of what's so crazy about what CIG are doing. We're seeing the game in its alpha progress the mm-hmm. entire way through, which no one has, basically, no one's done for a AAA game ever. Because you don't see anything about the game until it's at least in beta, mm-hmm. right? Like normal game. I mean. I keep bringing it up, but Fallout 4, we didn't see it till it was three months exactly. from done. Exactly. Yeah. No one saw it. But, but, but Bethesda, though, I'm that's saying. a bit of an exception sure, sure. to the rule. Um, this, yes. But Bethesda. People, people, they, think, people still in their heads that 10 years ago that these words meant these things. And now like they're like, oh, we're so upset that they're using it. It just means this now. Well, maybe it does. Shiver? I mean, way back in day... You never played a beta. That you know, there was there was no such thing as a player beta thing. It was, it used to go through alpha beta, and sometimes there was even a gamma test. And then you would, you would just buy a product that worked because there was no internet in those days. And companies, when they released a game, they had to make sure it worked proper from beginning to end. And none of these bugs. Can you do a voice attack profile with that voice? Yes. Please. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, Try look, they call nowadays. Back in oh. my day, we went down with the ship. Pressing eject. Oh, in my day, you used to have to do that manually and climb out of wreck and burn for 20 hours a day, spent three days in hospital and walk home, <laughs> and you were grateful in them days. Grateful, I say. Work 24 hours at mill for two pence a day. Okay, oh my moving God. on. Can we move on now? Yes. Uh, Shiver, one thing to pick out from Frankfurt. Quick. One thing. <laughs> because one we thing. can't Wait. understand it. Subsumption <laughs> uh, uh, combat behavior. That's a good one right, to pick yes. out. Lots because... of cool stuff in there. Mm, that, yeah. Yeah, but I mean that—that's going to be the most obviously directly related thing to Star Marine, and thus knock on to Squadron. Um, basically, it's a better, smarter enemy. They're going to be aware of cover, use cover, aware of you. If they're on your team, they're going to be able to navigate debris that's thrown in the way or something like that, even if it wasn't built in the first place like that. It's something that a lot of us take for granted as being in a game, but this is one step above what we're used to in many uh, single-player FPSs. One thing I think they might use is a long time for Subsumption. They've been talking about primary and secondary objectives, right? Like an AI can have a primary objective of getting to the Yila asteroid field, and its secondary objective is uh, finding pirates and fighting them, whatever. 
you can you'll probably and they'll be able to differentiate on that from every enemy you have. So one enemy, the, his primary objective might be getting into your face and shotgunning it as much as he can. He's going to charge the fuck out of you. And you've got another enemy. His objective might be staying alive so that he can see his son again. And he's going to fucking cower in a corner. And if you kill him, <laughs> then you get this email from the widow yeah. saying how they're now starving, <laughs> that he was only three days from retirement. Okay, uh, behavior, honestly, behavior! not too much. Behavior are amazing, but not too much noteworthy, just lots of work what? on <laughs> Lots of work on Hurston, Microtech, this is and... the first Sir. time we've seen them in engine, David! But we can't, I don't have screenshots, so I just tell people, to look, tell people to go look at the monthly report to see them. Here they come. They're coming in okay. chat right the They're balls now. Chat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Oh my! Right the balls God. now, God! Right the balls, balls now, David. We're we're all very disappointed in you. I honestly have not had time to even look at the monthly report. This is David! the first time I've seen these images. We have never seen these planets in engine before. Yeah, no, I, I love behavior. Okay, I love behavior. I love behavior. Yep. Um, but. Yeah. I agree with the top comment in the thread that I pulled these from. Crusader gives me serious KOTOR vibes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And Hurston's like, oh, it's amazing. It's all, it's all very, like, it's all very squares. It's like, let's add squares to more squares. And then here's some more squares. And every single panel is a square. Let's just David, build squares on top of more to squares. Do you like some squares? Here, I like squares. David. Microtech? David. Go ahead, Eric. All of the architecture from from uh, Microtech to Hurston to Crusader to Art Corp is the same. This has, been, this has been talked about for a long time. It is one form of the architecture in Star Citizen. I know. It's I know it's it's and it's great because they are all very reminiscent of each other. I just the mm -hmm. squares bother me, man. I want to see something new. I want to see squareless. I'm, well, I'm, I'm anti-square, man. All these squares make a circle. <laughs> Moving on to turbulent. That looks so good. I have to go Google something really quickly or find it on Twitter. Uh, so moving on to turbulent. Turbulent, uh, as we all know, or should know, or hopefully know. Why am I locked into INN on this one? Oh God. Uh, I, I need to find it on Twitter because someone made a thing for me that I need to post in chat because it's amazing. Um, Mobile. Turbulent are working on <laughs> Spectrum. Yep. Right? Yeah, mobile's not mentioned at all in, in their mobile. Mobile is report. not mentioned at all. <laughs> oh, dear God. Here we go. No, I'm sorry. This is this is my most important thing. Uh, here I am. I'm going to post it. Right? Uh, I accidentally clicked the Windows Store. Why is Windows Store even an icon? God. Uh, here it is. Hashtag mobile first. Made for me by Kinshadow. Um, and and this is honestly something that bothers me. In Turbulence Monthly Report, they say that the initial launch will be a web application. And once again, I think that is a horrible, horrible mistake. David. I mean, they should release them simultaneously, but... 
why can't you just don't think, use don't... the web app on your phone or tablet? That's a good point. Do they it, have? Uh, will it be mobile compatible? That's, that's it's mobile compatible, maybe. But I don't. Looking at it, it does not look. It's going to be like it's going to be very mobile don't compatible. Mobile is so important nowadays. Half of INN's hits come from mobile. People check everything on mobile. People do everything on mobile. You keep up with your content screen. on mobile. Like mobile. big screens, as big as my face. Hey, guess yeah. what, guys? Guess what? 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 Spectrum needs to work on phones. Yeah, 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 it does. Hashtag mobile first. Or sorry, not mobile first, but mobile concurrently. I suppose would be a more apt hashtag. Um. I like how you're more passionate about this than seeing the freaking planets in 3.0. <laughs> Jesus. I, I seriously think that this is more important for the game. Look at Discord. Discord. Landing I, zones are not plans. important for the game? <laughs> this is Star Citizen, David. Yeah, I Jake, think it is far more important that I can put a reaction of a poo to whatever you say on the spectrum than actually landing on a damn planet in-game. Burn in hell. Reactions to a stupid thing, Discord, why the hell you do you You can turn add? them off now. I know, and we, I did. Why are they but, there, though? I don't know. I don't know. Who it's because that they was a good idea? You see, <laughs> we need to improve our social media outlet. How about we have reactions? Because people need to react to something that we've said rather than just type something in reply. That's how lazy we are now. We don't even type to reply. Shiver, they've run out of things to implement because they can't get video working, so they're adding reactions instead. Um, no, seriously really need mobile integration discord took off as well as it did because it had mobile at launch because it was like oh there's this thing that just launched it's called discord what can it do literally everything you need the audio is integrated the mobile is integrated the web app is integrated everything's integrated okay let's switch done Boom. i, I react to it. everything with pizza <laughs> okay whatever hashtag well first let's move on um, looking ahead CIG are continuing work on Squadron 42, Star Citizen Alpha 2.6, Alpha 3.0, and beyond. The Star Citizen anniversary live stream is in two weeks. Focuses on the ship pipeline. Watch it. And now, yep. to Nakar. To me, it's right. time for entertainment. You guys are going to get really sick and tired of this topic because, well, I talk about it all the freaking time. But I promise the next time I'm on, it won't be about this. Um, I wrote an article this week uh, that was an update on activities from SpaceX um, who managed to blow up their rocket September 1st of 2016 um, and they're trying to get back to launch uh, capability. Now kind of an interesting bit about this whole thing is uh, between the time I wrote the article and today we found out a whole bunch of new information, which I will give you now. Um, Elon Musk actually, went, like, when I wrote my article, and it, you can find it on INN, um, there's basically they had identified the, they knew what had happened when the rocket exploded, but they didn't know why. Um, basically, 
they narrowed it down to for some reason the fueling procedure caused the rocket to explode now and they were also able to replicate that by doing the exact same fueling procedure again and it exploded again um although this was a test this was a test container at their test facility but it still did um since that happened, Elon Musk was on CNBC this week, and he ident- he uh, confirmed that they have actually found the root cause of the explosion. Um, basically, and the, the reason it was so hard for them to figure it out was because it is the first time it has ever happened, period, in the history of rocketry in the world. No, it's never happened before. Uh, which is also the reason they couldn't plan for it, is because it wasn't something that was considered to be a problem um basically when you mix a carbon fiber vessel which is what was holding the helium tank or what 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 the helium tank was made out of with uh with high pressure heat high pressure liquid helium and liquid oxygen the oxygen can freeze and become solid apparently solid oxygen has a tendency to explode um especially when in especially when in close proximity to carbon, which can actually act as a fuel. Um, it uh, And basically, that's essentially what happened. Um, while they were fueling the rocket, the, the, uh, the carbon vessel got too cold and it froze the oxygen. Um, the nice thing about this is that now that they know what, what happened... Um, it's actually pretty easy to fix. All they have to do is change their fueling procedure. Um, none of the equipment needs to be changed. The rocket doesn't need to be changed. They just need to do things in a different order. And it won't happen. Um, which is the reason why they will be returning to flight in mid-December. Um, they have two rockets ready to go. Uh, the kind of awkward thing for them right now is I actually have a feeling they could launch pretty soon, but they actually currently have zero operational operational launch facilities, which means it doesn't matter how prepared you are to launch. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Vandenberg Air Force Base was supposed to be ready, but uh, it had a giant wildfire across most of the Air Force Base. And while the launch facility itself was untouched, they had to inspect 200 miles of copper cable to make sure it was un- undamaged. Um it is expected to return to operation sometime this month. Um, Cape Canaveral launch, uh, launch Complex 40 was where the explosion took place, and they're still working on that. They actually have... Uh, we had a picture this week of that facility, and they've removed all of the damaged... Um, all of the majorly damaged components, and they are... Looks like they're ready to start rebuilding, but it won't be ready for another six or eight months. Um... Launch Complex 39A, which is a really cool place. It is where the Apollo missions launched. It is where the yep. Space Shuttle launched. It is currently under heavy renovation and construction to make that a SpaceX launch facility. They will be launching the Falcon 9 and the Falcon Heavy from there. And it will be ready this month. Um, the other launch facility that they have, they actually have four, but it is the, the fourth one is actually a brand new one. It will be a commercial, a fully commercial launch facility. Uh, you actually notice all the other ones are all on Air Force bases. Yeah. Um, this will not be on an Air Force base. It will just be their own facility, and it is being built in South Texas. And it will now, be ready with their with their own facility. Can they do basically what they want with it? Yeah. And this is That's likely nice. to be um, 
Yeah, and they also can't. There'll be less hangups in terms of uh, of um, like other Air Force Base um, activities interrupting them. Um, that won't happen as often, and it also means they can build it out to the size they need to launch the um, ITS if they need to. Um, it, that that launch facility will be operational at the end of 2018, so we're still about two two years away from that one. Now, basically, what this means is that they'll have two operational facilities by the end of the year, and that's sort of around when they're planning to return to flight. Um, they have two rockets ready. One of the rockets is actually already at Vandenberg, ready to launch as soon as that that uh, base is ready. Um, and the other. The other cool thing was this week they did a static fire of a of a stage one at uh, McGregor, and then they did a static fire of a stage two, which essentially means that entire rocket core is now ready and it is being shipped to Cape Canaveral for launch from Pad Thirty Nine A. Thirty Nine A was the shuttle's launch facility, as I mentioned. It last saw launch in twenty eleven, and that was the final space shuttle launch. Um, and. Uh, so there'll be a bit of fanfare surrounding that when it finally has another launch uh, later this year. Um, that is also the facility where um, SpaceX will be launching astronauts next year. Um, they actually recently had a, an agreement with the local government there um, to provide $5 million to help them build a uh, the what is essentially a a way to for astronauts to get on board the Falcon Heavy, um, or not the Falcon Heavy, but the Dragon Two spacecraft. Um, so that work will be going on this year, and then uh, SpaceX will be launching astronauts to the ISS next year. Um, Where what what so pool of, uh, of recruits are they getting their astronauts from? Are they recruiting from the Air Force, or will they be doing a, their own private thing? Do you know? So for for now, they actually have a, all of the astronauts that will be going up is a contract with NASA. So it will be American astronauts that are launched to the okay. International Space Station, or maybe international astronauts as well. But the focus has always been on getting uh, American astronauts launched by American launch providers again, because currently they're all sent up using the Russian Russia. Soyuz spacecraft, yeah. um, which is an uncomfortable situation. Yes. Um, so. Um, so, yeah, carry on, Makara. Uh, basically, where we're going from here is um, the Falcon Heavy will launch early next year. That will be the that will be its initial launch. Um, it, I'm not sure who, how many people have seen it, but there is a picture in the article. It is basically three Falcon Nine strapped together, <laughs> um, and. Uh, it will be able to launch much larger things, obviously, than the Falcon 9. Um, and after that, somewhere down the road, you can see at the bottom of the article, we start getting into interplanetary transport stuff um, the next few years. Uh, one, a Reddit user named, named uh, Zilsa, Z-L-S-A, um, created a whole bunch of really cool infographics about the interplanetary transport system. It explains a lot of how it works. Um, and those are at the tail end of the article. So go check those out. And then there's that gig 
picture that gigantic carbon fiber tank. I, I just want to basically house. tell everyone, uh, <laughs> hey, we're going to Mars. Yeah. 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 Let's hope. And wait, Eris, what happened? you're not going to Mars. You hate going on airplanes, let alone a spaceship. I would actually go on a spaceship. Let's I would take a, what I would take a one-way trip to Mars. Let's ha let's hope what happens. In <laughs> can can we freeze happen. frame on Shivers? Uh, look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I yeah, want to mention to people: Civil War doesn't break out like in Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I wanted I want to mention to people: as crazy as this sounds, we actually, you know, awesome people over at the SpaceX subreddit. We're trying to figure out how that tank at the bottom of my article fits into the diagrams we have of the inter uh, the interplanetary transport system. Truth is, it doesn't, because the actual tank that will actually go into it is actually bigger than that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it's, uh, yeah, it's a little humbling when you, when you see the size of that thing and get an idea of exactly how large the spacecraft will be. Um, anyway, I'm going to stop talking now. I hope everyone enjoyed my, uh, my ramble on SpaceX. I uh, love your rambles on SpaceX. And I hope, hopefully, everything goes well with their return to flight at the end of the year and they can start landing rockets again. Yeah. And I get now, a feeling SpaceX is really going to take off soon. <laughs> <laughs> I like hearing Jake's yeah. in the background. <laughs> that was good. Okay, guess what time it is? It's question time. We're not doing a break today because uh, I don't want a break. Because, um, well, okay, it's not so much that I don't want to break. It's that I don't have an overlay set for a break. And I don't <laughs> lazy is why. Uh, you submit questions in chat by doing a one-end bracket, question, end bracket. Type out your question. You know how this works. You've been here. Equatus has two been two years. This is Equatus' first time. Equatus asked, and I'm just, you know, letting Equatus know. Um, oh, it's obvious. <laughs> uh, like Brivals has just done, Brivals84 asks, out of the novella-sized monthly report, what are you most excited for? Now, before... Oh, my God! The planet. Flips, before Jake flips out on planet... <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. I think it's too late for that, man. I know, I know. But <laughs> because before Jake flips out on planets, I want to say that you're right. The monthly report is novella-sized every week. And if you do not have time to read the monthly, monthly report, report check the monthly report summary <laughs> done by Stormy Winters, next Desmarius, Shiver Bathory. David, it doesn't monthly come out weekly. Yeah, the monthly report. That's why they call it the monthly report. The monthly report is called the monthly report because once a month they release a report on the previous month's activities and then they name it the monthly report. Want to write about it? Yeah, okay. how about I'll meet you in one month? CS asks. Uh, what we think about CD Projekt Greg maybe being attacked and hostilely taked over. What What is this, actually? Can you give me a uh, rundown on this? So, uh, so there's all kinds of weird stuff going on over there. Um, they had a shareholder meeting. Or no, they're, they're going to have a shareholder meeting at the end of the month. Yeah. Um, 
and they want to see if they can buy back a portion of their company uh, to protect themselves. <laughs> um, They're really worried that somebody's going to try and buy them out, uh, basically hostile takeover yeah. style for billions of dollars, and there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. So they're going to try and stop that from happening. Because because they're a public company, like, if if they they're have, trying, like, evidence that someone might try and do that? So it's know. all rumor at this point, but there's, like... <sighs> This stuff gets weird sometimes, and In that case, you know yeah. what? I I want them to, cause I okay. Full disclosure, I bloody hate The Witcher. I think it's a I horrible game. I don't like The you Witcher. You don't. You don't think heck. it's a horrible game. You dislike Geralt. So make I, it I like Geralt. Then. Hey, hang on, hang on. Let me explain. I think it's a horrible game because of Geralt. I think what CD Projekt Red have done with the development of the game and the way that they make it and the the actual tech behind the game, bloody fantastic. Hey, guys, and I really... I, I hate Dungeons & Dragons, right? Because, you know, it, of the dungeons and the dragons, but apart from that, brilliant. <laughs> David, are you going to play Cyberpunk when it comes yes. out? Yes. Okay. Because it's a female I just, character. I, no, it's, I, no it, it's not even that it's a female character. It's honestly that I just can't stand Geralt. Because really all, like, all of the options you have for any choices are all Geralt options. What's it's like, wrong with I, that? I don't like him. Well, then don't play the game. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but that's what I'm saying. I don't... It doesn't Why even matter. Why don't you I like don't, Geralt? I find he's too Game of Thrones. He, he, he I, existed long before Game of Thrones ever I existed. I know, but I don't like that style of fantasy. I don't okay. like the everything is grim dark. I like happy. Okay, not everything is grim dark in Witcher, but most things. <laughs> anyway, I it doesn't matter. As much as um, I. Like the game, I don't want CD Projekt Red to be compromised at all. I think that they're one of the few companies that has morals and do a really, really freaking good job of what they do. And they support I don't want their community. They, they're not anyway, afraid to make an adult story either. Oh, I yeah, that's the other thing I really like. Uh, but one thing I would like people to encourage people to do is check out the history of CD Projekt Red. Super yeah. interesting company. Came from a really interesting place. Um... They, there's a reason their name is with their name. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were they, they did like hey, sorry. Hey. Uh, two things. If if you haven't played um, The Witcher Three, um, see if you can snag it on sale and at the very least play through the Bloody Baron quest line because my God. That is some of the best storytelling I've ever mm -hmm. seen in a game ever. I um, and I made it that far. It's it's incredible. Um, but yep. two, like I, I really admire that they're one of the few companies who release proper expansions for their single player game. Yep. It's like here's a DLC. It's twenty bucks, but it adds like forty hours of gameplay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, they're, they're they're a great company, and I don't want to see that lost. Uh, I want to move on to other questions. Yeah. Uh, Brivals and Dalton ask what we think about the discounted Super Hornet. Uh, it's kind of weird. I don't. I it don't is a first. It's weird. Yeah. 
Uh, um, it's not I, I something they normally do. They've never yeah. done this before. Yeah, they've never done this before. I honestly don't know what to think about it. Uh, yeah, I don't... One, of, uh, one of the options is with the new Hornet coming and <clears throat> a live presentation that's concentrating on ships specifically, I'm just saying there could be a connection there. Maybe. Could be, yeah. Um... I wonder if this is like a la like a basically end of life sale for the for the FC F seven CM Hornet, if like, they're going to replace it with a new model at the live stream. That'd be nice. Well, I mean, they have talked for a long time about having like yearly models of ships mm -hmm. eventually, and it might be the kind of thing where this is a new Hornet. It's not this Hornet isn't going to replace it. It's not a redo of the old version. This is a new model Hornet. Yeah. Uh, I hope not because the Super Hornet really needs a texture pass. Well, I, I'd imagine <laughs> the old one would get a texture pass and yeah. this new one would be announced, but we'll see. Um, uh, our Holiday 17 asks, why has David run out of alcohol? Um, David's never really out of alcohol. There's some within proximity of him, usually. I've sent a text. I'm hoping that my girlfriend sees the text and uh, brings something to me. I don't know if she will, or maybe she'll hear me right now saying it. Um, True oh, Medic says, "Arisian, do you want? So you want EA to buy them? No, I don't. I, I don't, don't want know. EA to buy anyone. They need. No, I really. It's important that City Project Red remains independent. They're one of the better developers in the world, I mean, and I really don't want anybody to screw with Cyberpunk. They're not exactly independent since they are publicly owned, but." Well, uh, they're independent of any gigantic publisher. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's what. And I mean. they don't use publishers at all, uh, which is nice. Yeah. Um, there was another there, question there, that I saw. CD Projekt Red is actually very similar to CIG in that they're both trying to do things without publishers. Same with, honestly, same with Valve when it first started Steam. Steam was Valve's way of getting games to people without having to go through a publisher, right? Like it was, we're going to give you our game ourself um doom centurion says does david dislike commander shepherd because every conversation answer is a shepherd answer in the third game yes in games one and two no because there were actually differences between each conversation option fair enough shepherd uh, but yes uh, my favorite it's fem shep fem shep is canon is anybody fem shep is canon in, yeah because yeah, totally because in the in the teaser trailer for Andromeda, it's Femshep who is speaking. They they have said actually multiple times that Femshep is canon. Yep. Yep. Now it's, um, it's, I want to I want to ask tangent. People. Okay. Um, very slight itty bitty. I really like what they're doing with Andromeda in terms of male and female characters. I really like it. Both of those characters exist in your game. You play one of them. They're a brother and sister. Oh, that's wait. really cool. I like that. I, I like that in theory, as long as they don't take the bloody Brotherhood. Uh, it was a Brotherhood? No, not Brotherhood. Syndicate. Uh, Syndicate. Where? No, it's you have to play both of them. Screw no, that. I don't want to play both no. of them. You pick male or female, much like you do at the beginning of any Mass Effect game. Good. Just that other character is a squad member on yeah. your ship. I like That's that. Awesome. That's awesome. good. That's good. Uh, X Raptor One Seventeen asks, "When will Item Two Point Release? Three Point Three Point Oh. 
That's the 3.0 yep. thing. And then it's supposed to be completely, completely complete by then. Yep. And cross fingers. That's the one the I was looking for. True Medic, I, otherwise known as Canadian Syrup, I still don't know why True Medic's. He likes off. Team Fortress. But, like. Because <laughs> he's a medic that never lies. But he's Canadian Syrup. Uh, he says, I think that the, this is their way of stopping people from constantly melting and switching to the newest thing with store credit. That's actually become a pretty big problem. And yeah, sure. I... Um, it, well, it's only a problem if, if you consider it a problem. I mean, people ships are people ships, whatever they want to own. Yeah, it just means that CIG aren't making as much money. <laughs> well, I, I would argue that's not necessarily true because, I mean, if yeah. people aren't going to spend money on the ship, they're not going to spend money on the ship. I'm I much mean, more inclined to upgrade my ships than buy new ones. Exactly. So I've spent like four grand on INN. I don't have money for ships anymore. We've run since. Wait, wait. Speaking of ships, there's something that I, I haven't been on the podcast in in two weeks, so I haven't had the chance to talk about this, so I need to talk about it. Um, one of the things that we were uh, under NDA about was recently revealed, so we can talk about it. Um, wait, wait, have we seen pictures of it yet? No, but okay, the fact, so that, the, that, the fact that it exists and yeah. is coming in November. Yeah, we can talk about that. At long last! Oh my god. I've been saying this for two years. The Prowler is coming. Let me just say there's a reason okay. I haven't submitted a Prowler drawing. <laughs> oh, that's just giving it away. <laughs> no, it's because I'm lazy and I don't have time to go and sit uh -huh. and do a drawing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, so way, guys. I gotta, I gotta tell people here. I still hold a bit of a grudge against these guys here, the, the the two that are on top of each other over there on the other side. Yeah. So I was told when we were uh, visiting CIG that the only people that would actually get to go back inside and do interviews and stuff were David and his audio guy. So I left. And then they got to see all this amazing stuff. Believe and I blame them. I was told that as well. I blame, I blame you. No, there there was some stuff going on that people weren't leaving and needed to. <laughs> Why are you talking right now? <laughs> oh my Next week, God. Eris will be replaced by someone else as he has been assassinated and he will never be living again. I can remove him from this call. I'd like to see if he's going to blink first, though. That's that's quite well, impressive. He's streaming this right now, so it wouldn't actually help me. Um, but yeah, Prowler's coming, guys. I'm excited. Who else is excited? I am. It also probably means that we're going to see some cool Tavarin stuff, which is cool. Um, I think it also means that Tavarin will probably show up in Squadron 2. Yup. Yeah, it takes a lot of energy. I like the Tavarin. NDA. Yeah. Hey, boys and girls. <laughs> uh, 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 I so, after 117 asks, can anyone uh, wait for the escape pod mechanic? Uh, I mean, 
I am. I actually think it's really cool. I can't wait to see what it's like on um, on the Vanguard, which I think has the coolest escape pod of any ship. Um, where you're just like, you know, bail into the center of the ship and then get fired out its ass, you know, um, as this like cube, indestructible cube. Um, I wonder how indestructible it will be. Like, well, it's supposed to have very, very, very low signal, so it'd be hard to find, and it's supposed to be very strong. So, I mean, if you're following the Vanguard shooting it, and then you see this thing drop out of it, you can probably find the thing, right? Like, maybe the di- you'd be as surprised. you noticed in the Arena Commander, the the distances are insane, and things can disappear pretty quick. Once things slow down, though. That's the, that's another interesting aspect too. I I think the, I'm really curious to see how the game plays in 2.6 for Arena Commander because combat is going to slow significantly. Thank you, Cass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got Thank beard you. Delivered. Hey. By the way, you can thank me for that, David. Really? Uh, Thanks. <laughs> asked, you? I texted. Uh, I sent her a message on Facebook. <laughs> asked, "Are you in the IT field?" I am not. Uh, CS asked, "Which of the five landing zones are you looking forward to the most?" Microtech, ten thousand percent microtech. Yeah, Snow uh, Planets. Mm. Oh yes, is interesting for me, especially if we. I assume they're going to let us, but if we can roam wild across its surface, I'm really curious to see the <sighs> snow effects. Um, I want to see if they've got footprints down for snow. Um, I want to see. You know, they said they were the, working on snow recently, didn't they? Yes, they did. I don't remember. I how really, long really. I, I know this is totally maybe a uh, a pipe dream, but one tech I'd love to see them do. I have never seen a, a game do well. Is accumulating snow. Yeah, yeah. I would love it if they could figure out a way to do accumulating snow. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm most looking forward to Hurston. One, Hurston to me looks like the first place you spawn in, like the the first like city in Kotor. It's very so, built. I think yeah. I think Crusader looks more like Kotor. Looks like Terrace. Are you talking about Terrace? Uh, maybe the second one then. Like the the one where you have to go through all the bloody apartments. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Terrace. Terrace. Yeah. I I feel Crusader, like. Her- Crusader looks more like Terrace. Ah. Because Terrace is gross, but not Hurston gross. I thought, I don't know, I always thought it was. but Hurston looks more like Brink. Did you ever play Brink? Uh, Brink? I played it briefly, yeah. It looks like Brink. I think everyone played (laughs) Brink briefly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shiver? What planet? I'm with you, Microtech. I, w- I want the Mass Effect. Uh, was it two or was it one? Uh, no, it was one. It's one. It's one, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I want that feeling back. I forget what that planet's called, though. It starts with an N. It, it, uh, yeah. so but it's the one where you go and kill one. Councillor Troy. <laughs> Will Hurston have rat ghouls? Is, is <laughs> <Mass Effect's laughs> uh, so... Zan1x asks, how do you guys feel about CIG having these sales before the game is even out, screwing over the whole early price for backers idea? Again, we said it before earlier in the podcast. It's weird, but I don't know yep. how I feel about it. 
honestly, I'm sort of torn. I don't really. I. I, think I see where both strange. sides are coming from. Is um, basically what I'm saying. It's kind. Of, it's kind of hard to feel. Uh, hard to know how to feel about it because it kind of hasn't happened before. Question: Can yeah, you exactly. convert one and can you buy what? it back? Store credit. Not uh, I don't the think value you per- store credit for the discounted one. Oh, interesting. Now, uh, I, yeah. I don't do know. you think CF- with the community reaction, CIG will ever do this again, or do you think they'll try it again with a different approach? Uh, Zeus and Axius, just real quick. The planet's called Novaria. Nova- oh, okay, um, there we go. Um, One thing I wanted to talk, I wanted to mention to people is, yeah, it's weird, but on the same side, there are a lot of things in life that you buy them and then they go on sale later. Um, A lot of things. So I'm not entirely sure if it is, you know, a problem. But, uh, you know, ships were generally supposed to be cheaper for the earlier you get them so i don't know it's sort of a lost work think no the, idea think about the star fair yep always because you know how much example. money i saved on my freaking star fair a lot a lot i bought it when it was first announced and then i melted it but then after i was able to rebuy it because dude it quadrupled in price and size like so, no, you know what? I don't have a problem with what they're doing with the Hornet. I mean, the Hornet hasn't changed in a long time. Fine. Uh, uh, we'll see. There's, hang on. There's something that Ben said in the interview that we did with him. I don't even know if we've got the disco interview up on INN yet, which we really need to. I got to oh, that on my I'm phone. Well, no, I'll save it for the end. But I'll save it for the end. one of the things Ben said is like, he hopes that the people who backed early aren't thinking of it so much as a we got more money for our back, yay. It's a we get to watch the development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's 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 about, it's all about the, the attitude about, you have. It's it it is. It's about the attitude that you have with the game. And you know what? <clears throat> I'm putting money into the game not to get the best ship at launch, not to be better than everyone else at launch, not to have, you know, elite gear before anyone else. I'm putting the money into it because I want to support the game. If all you want is the game, buy just an Aurora or a Mustang and be done with it. If you want anything else, don't buy it for the ship. Buy it to support the game. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all there is to it. Um, uh, the other- I, I do want to get through these questions because there's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yep. there are a lot of questions uh, so Zeus, Zeus and Oxia asks, do you think we'll be able to buy ships and ship equipment in 3.0? Quite possibly, since they had uh, Dumper's Depot thrown in into uh, into uh, Delmar. I think they want to do it. Whether it'll actually make it is a question mark. Yep. Yeah. Um, Emirates asks, uh, Emerson talked about how Star Marine is more than just a game. It will have a history behind it and allow you to relive the past. Uh, how much more excited are you to play it now that there's more to it than just killing each other? That's kind of it was it was its whole intent in the beginning, right? Because um, that's that is how we're going to be able to play um, how to replay missions from Squadron Forty Two, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So 
Okay. I do like that uh, aspect who, of it. <laughs> yeah. CS has another question that I want to get into. Uh, True Man, he has a better one that I want to get into. Okay, fine, but I'm getting into the first one first. Okay. Uh, Battlefield multiplayer. Battlefield One multiplayer is awesome. Do you agree or disagree? Explain why. I, I agree. I disagree. agree because the Shiver. Have you played it? No, that's why I disagree. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, seriously. The operations game mode in Battlefield One is excellent. It CS is. Yes, wants us to t talk about not Star Citizen today. Yeah, he does. I know it's weird. <laughs> I don't know, seriously, the operations game mode is a mix of oh, it's, rush it's and awesome. conquest with story mode. Like the operations game mode is possibly the best multiplayer game mode I've seen in the past decade. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to ask I would like his to... next question and disagree with that statement. Actually, by talking we, about Titanfall we... 2. Wait, 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 no, 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 wait, wait, wait. We actually we can't we can't skip that question. Oh no, I'm I'm getting back to that question. I like gonna... that question a lot. Okay, all right. We're going back to the We're going back to that okay. one. But but just right. on the while we're on the topic of other shooters. Okay, um, yeah. go ahead. CS was saying uh, Titanfall 2 has been widely received by critics and consumers, also me. Uh, do you think this is a change from the norm EA is trying with this franchise for future EA products, what, with them having free maps and modes completely different from their standard model? This is different because this is really not an EA product. They are just publishing it. Um, it's it's more so that, like, um, like, they have... Respawn has more control over it than than dice would for battlefield because dice is an in technically an internal ea studio um whereas respawn is technically a third party that is being published by ea um because we don't we don't know how long that contract is going to last we don't know if they're going to be ea forever or whatever mm -hmm. but um but i know that's the philosophy that that respawn said they wanted to do from the get-go with titanfall 2 because of how much the dlc for the first game fragmented the community um and i think more power to them for that it's it's great um also for the love of God, uh, of the three shooters, um, this is my own personal opinion, so take th that for what you will. Titanfall 2 is the best of the three. Um, the I, game single player. No. <laughs> I really like the I, multiplayer. I think that, uh, <laughs> honestly, I think, this is just my opinion, but I think Call of Duty needs to be uh, shuttered. Yeah. Uh, I, think it, I think it lost Steam about eight years ago. And <laughs> it's still on Steam. <laughs> for two. What about Call of Duty? It I lost think, it, I think it's dead. Warfare too. Um, I, I think I it needs I'm to be shuttered. Right and... Good. Um, I it's it's the worst of the three that just came out in the last three weeks. But I I think it's better than it has been in a while. Um, yeah, fair enough. It's, I just ace. There's zero like GPS combat, which is fun. <laughs> I think they're just sort of flailing around trying to figure, like, trying to come up with the newest, shiniest thing instead of actually, like, making a good game. It's it's fun, though. I think it's pretty good. Fair enough. Uh, I didn't like Black Ops 3 at all. Um, I the last one I actually played and liked was, ah, uh, hell, I don't know. Did you play Black, Black, Ops? Black Ops, maybe? Black Ops 1 was great. Yeah, that's the one. I, actually, I think that's the last one I played and enjoyed. Yeah. Since then, it's been kind of a mess. This is the first one I've liked really since then. So, um, 
I, I want to ask your medic's ship post question. <laughs> well, about why the can't, why, why can't Star Citizen be released on Nintendo Wii? Well, uh, because hey. the Wii would catch fire, and then your house would catch fire, and then the neighborhood would burn okay. down. So I'm gonna <laughs> his Xbox question because he's just he's just going down. Yeah, here. honestly, yes. <laughs> what are you doing? Have you been drinking? <laughs> I think he's uh, actively drinking. And I, also, <laughs> I also think that question is more about the uh, the Scorpio than the Xbox One S because yeah, I would agree. They, I agree. because consoles have always released slim models after a couple years. And that's always been the case since the dawn of time. So Scorpio is uh, the one that it's an interesting yeah. departure. Okay, going back to uh, Equatus's question because it's a great question. Yep. Um, do you think where we are? Do you think we are where we should be after four plus years of development? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take over here. Why? I, I want to talk no, about no, no, this no, one. No, I'm gonna take everyone else. Skip this question. No, we're starting. We're starting with Nakara. I want to do a, a roundtable. Okay, Nakara, go. Um. Yeah, I I think we are. Uh, the money kind of doesn't matter. You can only develop so fast. They have developed four studios. Um employing almost 400 people in-house now and um they have re-engineered uh basically they created their own graphics engine because based on CryEngine, um and they have got the underpinnings uh the underlying systems mostly complete for a game that will probably be one of the most ambitious largest games ever created um yeah uh it's not doing too bad after four years given where they started and what they had to do um and you know they came from having six people they now have almost 400 um by the way i have to take this opportunity to say happy birthday to happy birthday to orwin yes birthday today uh orwin was the co-founder of cig and um, I will not pass it off. That's where I'm at. Shiver. Uh, as Eric said, it's it's not so much they've had four plus years. They've had $130 million. Uh, if I gave a brick $130 million in four years, it would still be a brick. You know, you, you don't just, <laughs> just money doesn't suddenly change everything. The, the cry engine, you know, the cry engine manuals are like these thick. It, it's people don't go into CryEngine casually. It's hard to find staff that can use CryEngine fully, let alone staff that can use CryEngine fully and well. So, all things considered, um, massive changes to the engine, improvements to the engine, expansion. Uh, across the world to four different uh, studios, two in Europe, two in the States. Yeah, I, th- I think, considering everything, I'm no expert on game development, but I like where we are. Maybe in some areas, yes, we could be ahead, but in some other areas, um, we're doing really well. Like, procedural planet generation mm-hmm. is amazing right now, and that's not fully implemented what they've done with the art assets and what they can do with the art assets that's unique that that no other game ever nothing not even armor can look at 
a helicopter, say, and smash that into several pieces in the middle of the game and then recognise those all as individual separate entities. That is amazing. So I, I think things are going all right, to be honest. I'm, I'm satisfied and I'm happy to just sit here and wait and see what they present to us. Jake? All right. Uh, to pretty much echo what they've been saying, I think we are in a good spot because... Something that a lot of people forget is that when they started, they did have six people and uh, it takes a lot of time and a lot of money to build a company. Um, if they now if they had these four studios already when they started and then they got the hundred and thirty million dollars, I would be concerned if we were where we were right now. Because they had the infrastructure to do it. They had the talent. They had all of that stuff um, in order for it to actually happen. And if they didn't do it with that money, then it would be crazy. But the fact of the matter is they they were working out of a bedroom in Austin <laughs> um, mm -hmm. when they started. And now they have, they have incredible studios that they've built from the ground up. And... Um, and that's where a lot of the time has gone is is finding the right people because we know that over the last four years there's been some people who have worked for the company that don't work there anymore because they weren't the right person for the job and and now we have a lot of that talent i mean there's there's always going to be turnover that's just how the nature of the beast um but i think that's the biggest thing is that um is that all of the um, building up the the those studios is what made this? And actually, like like um, I want to jump on his follow up question here real quick because it kind of ties in. Uh, what is the purpose of four studios? Couldn't things be developed more effectively with a unified location? Nope. Um, no, it cannot. Um, having having the ability to have um, to one be able to find talent from all over the world and have it be easy for them to relocate is phenomenal. Having, having the ability to develop the game around the clock, mm -hmm. 24 hours, incredible. it don't stop. I would uh, like to, I'd like to interject here really quickly. If I, yeah. I don't, Go ahead. I hope you don't mind Jake. Yeah. Um, probably one of the smartest things I've ever seen done in game development was them recognizing the situation at Crytek and going, those are the people we need, and they're yeah, going to leave, and they're going to go. Somebody. They're going to be scattered <laughs> all over the freaking world if we don't do something right now. So overnight, they they created a studio in Germany, um, and hired and literally hired anybody who would come work for them from Crytek. They hired twenty people from Crytek overnight. Overnight, um, and they said these are the guys that we need to be in our company because we need CryEngine experts, and they're not in. Austin, Texas. They're not in LA. They're not in the UK. They're in Frankfurt, Germany. And that was so, the huge hurdle they needed to to get over is they didn't exactly. have the talent for a while. And, and then Frankfurt, they built the Frankfurt studio and look at some Frankfurt magic. <laughs> yeah. Frankfurt's been around I, for a year for a year and a half. And they have done massive work to the FPS, to procedural generation, to um, the and, graphics, to the AI. Um, I, I want to the piping system infrastructure. Core engine systems. I want to quickly weigh in on this because 
I want to, <clears throat> to, to compare this against other things because 2012 launched six people. 2013, October, one year later, 48 people. That's not even a bloody studio yet. And this is all coming from CIG themselves. The yeah. next year, 2014, 161 people. Okay, 2014, we That's can count. CIG. That is a studio. <laughs> Yeah, CIG are a studio in 2014. Two years later, two years later, we're at what? Almost 400. 2016, yeah. almost 400. Two years. So we've basically had two years of development time for Star Citizen. EverQuest, 99, took three years. World of Warcraft, 2004, took five years. Star Wars: The Old Republic, 2011, took five years. Guild Wars 2, 2012, took five years. Elder Scrolls Online, 2014, took seven years. We've basically had two years of development on Star Citizen, the place that they're at now with the amount two of time. Two years of full speed development. Two yep. years of full yeah. speed development. The place that they're at now with the funding that they've got is absolutely and insane. And here's the, here's the thing. Period. Like, well, just real quick. Here's here's the thing about that too. The big the big takeaway from CitizenCon was the schedule of features that's going to be yeah. coming in the next few patches. Yeah. This is the result of them going full speed ahead now. Yeah, they can actually project where they're going now. Yeah, um, they can. They, they had a really hard time with that for a while. They couldn't seem to project where they were going because they didn't. They were still growing like crazy. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, though, about the whole thing is, you know, um, that is always in my head. That has been for a very long time where I measured the start of development, not not necessarily of the game itself, because there was a lot of lore development prior to that and a lot of um, a lot of underpinning underlying decisions that were made. But design, you know. They finally got enough people at the beginning of 2014 um, to actually start doing significant work. Um, now, frankly, the game is the game's in a pretty good state. It's going to be in a much better state really soon. It's kind of funny when you look at 2.5 and you've got Little Crusader map and you have uh, Arena Commander. I mean, Little Crusader map, it's gigantic, but it's nowhere near the size of what we're going to get. Um, and, uh, you know, in two patches, we're going to go from where we're at now to having a full FPS game mode with Star Marine, um, plus an entire system in the Persistent Universe. Um, it's going to change yeah. really pretty quickly. Now, the problem that I have right now, and this has been weighing on my mind, is... Days and weeks are ticking by, and we haven't had a major release in a long time. I don't know what's the what the problem is, but I honestly, at this point, I'm like a lot of people in, yeah. the, in the community. I'm starting to doubt they're going to get their releases out by the I end would, of the year. I would love to know what the blockers are. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I want to quickly ask all all three of you a question. Okay, sure. We've got a number of questions that we haven't had time to to get to. Do any of you mind going an extra five or ten minutes? Sure. No, let's go. Yeah. Um, okay. Quick, I want to. I, I want to get to. I wanted yeah. to augment real quick before we wrap up that discussion and on yeah. why Frankfurt is is as important as it is. Mm -hmm. um, the forty one million dollar stretch goal for Star Citizen. I'm looking at it right now. It was reached in January of 2014. Um, 
the stretch goal was a procedural generation R&D team, research yeah. and development. Yeah. And the stretch goal will allocate funding for Cloud Imperium to develop procedural generation technology for future iterations of Star Citizen. Advanced procedural generation will be necessary for creating entire plants worth of exploration and development content. A special strike team of procedural generation oriented developers will be assembled to make this technology a reality. They weren't planning on having this technology in the original release of Star Citizen. You can actually look back to 2014, actually, and some of the developer con comments because they were asked about procedural content a lot and some of the developer comments there was like yeah we're going to start looking into it but you know probably not at launch yeah and the timeline timeline they were talking about was basically 2020 for for procedural to actually make a break into star citizen we're going to see it within the next six months yeah it's going to be basically yeah in the end of 2016 or and we've seen it and yeah, it's yeah. already it's already been demonstrated. Sure. So Sorry, what was that? Sure, just, go ahead, Trevor. Just quickly augment as well the fact that for the past two, three years, whatever you want to say, they've been working on core systems. They've been working on stuff that is all literally behind the curtain. When 3.0 comes out, whenever you want to believe that is, when that comes out, there on after, we will be seeing a lot more stuff that we can actually yep. appreciate yep. from a user end. Once, because that that is the advantage of having done all this amazingly hard work. Now is everything mm-hmm. is just ready for it to go in. So you will start seeing that a lot quicker. You will see progress making, that is a lot quicker. Making the um, systems what, robust enough to last for decades. Yeah, upgradable, modular um, things Nicara. that they can yeah. always build on. Nicar. One more quick point. The only reason they were able to do... I just wanted to give everyone in this community a pat on the back. The only reason that whole Frankfurt thing even was able to happen was they obviously had a lot of money to spare. Yeah. They yep. basically went, yep, we can form a studio instantly out of thin air, I, no problem. I have seen a lot of people say, oh, they've got no money. It's like, no, if they had no money, they wouldn't have been able to do Frankfurt. I, I, honestly, they did. Think at any, I honestly think at any given time, they're probably holding 20 to $30 million in reserve. Easily. Oh, yeah. uh, I want okay, so what we're gonna do now, because I, I do want to run for a bit longer, we're gonna run for another yep. ten, maybe fifteen minutes, but we are gonna try and rapid fire the questions because we Whoa. do have a number of them. Running was not part of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Shiver. Uh so I'm gonna do an around table, all three of you. We're starting with Nakara. Uh X Raptor one seventeen. When do you think we will get satellite stuff from ATV three point eight, destructible satellites, etc.? Ooh. Uh, I think they're going to be in 3.0. Um, I think that's a great way to add a bunch of content into 3.0 is to throw in military satellites and communication satellites, and just satellites, satellites. They obviously have them pretty much done, um, and they're easily re- reproducible in modular components. Uh, so I would look for them in 3.0 or shortly after. Okay, so Shiver, True Medic intended this as a shitpost question, but uh, he asked, why can't Star Citizen be released on Nintendo Wii? So I'm asking you instead, uh, Star Citizen on consoles, why can't it happen? Because uh, potatoes don't have any kind of disc a drive for you to insert a Blu-ray disc that is bound to be the size of Squadron 42 finished product. Okay. Uh, Mr. Jake Acapella, 
Hi. Die 1980 asks, are you going to miss the open development when the game is finally done? Do you think what? the post-launch community is going to be vastly different from the community that we have today? What What are you talking about? Launch. Guys. Yeah. You think they're going to cl- shut all their doors? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> Come on. Get out of here. I would I like mean, to the, point out. I think the community is going to be different, but... But no way are they going to get rid of at least partially open development. Well, part no of it way. is I would like to remind people that they they have said before the whole subscription system they currently have is planned to continue past launch. So you still have Jump Point. You'll still have all of that developer insight. It, it's not going anywhere. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting juggling act because they'll have to do all the in-game news as well as all of the developing news. No, that's but, our job. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah, but it's supposed to be a secret. It's supposed to be a secret that we're taking over CIG's news. Right, right. Sorry. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, no, I am. Some, you you look at some of the more important people in Star Citizen, and they're Ben Lesnick and Disco Lando, and they're part of the community team. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the community right, team. Go. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> C asks asks another garbage question uh, that I'm. Skip it. Since I'm gonna, since I'm giving too many useless questions, how does this question affect future questions that you'll answer? Yes, we'll never answer your questions again. CS. Um. Okay. Thirteen. Equatus. <laughs> Equatus e- e- asks, "What's the purpose of four studios? Couldn't things be developed?" I answered this. With the that's, already been, that's already been answered. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh. Oh, Jim showed up. Hi, Jim. Hi, Jim. You're our fa- favorite instance manager. Okay. So, Nikara. Uh, Triangularity asks, do you think that CIG should ever stop to continue development of the game after the release? And if so, when and why? Should they ever um, stop developing the game holidays, after release? Two days of the working sure. week. <laughs> this, is, this is the current answer. Uh, so... What Shiver said, plus um, they've already stated openly many times that as long as they can still find a way to make the game, they'll make it. Um, they're looking at it as a 10 to 20 year game. Like, wow. Yeah. Um, basically, Chris Roberts has said he has no intention of ever doing anything else. This is his This is his thing. He's going to do this forever. This yep. is the swan song. This is it. Uh, this is actually one that I kind of like from Jim, so I'm going to ask it to everyone. Thanks, man. Uh, I do want to, like, quickly, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, Nakara, starting with you again. Uh, why doesn't CIG bring back the once-a-week Star Marine updates? They should. Shiver. I, I'd like to see that. Jake. Yes, please. Me. Uh, they <laughs> don't bring it back because people haven't yelled at them enough yet. So, yell at them oh, also. Oh, I know people are yelling, yeah. but, like... Louder. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, no. Seriously, seriously, they do need to bring back those those updates. Uh, we were supposed to. We we expected to see something from Star Marine around Citizen Con. We're now several weeks out of Citizen Con. Uh, we do need to know what the blockers are on Star Marine. Yep. No doubt about it. Yep. And because a lot of people are looking at it now, going, "There's no way they get 3.0 oh. out either." Like, will they even get 2.6 out, you know? We need an update on both of them. We need an update on where 3.0 is. And I know CIG hate to do release dates or when you can expect things, but we do need to know when to expect some things. 
Mm-hmm. Well, especially since they had that whole release schedule, like 3.0 really is supposed to be out at the end of the year. It is. It has a hard date of like the third week of December. So, I mean, they have they have like six weeks. I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> anyway, rapid fire. Keep going. Uh, well, we've only got one because Jake shut off the questions. Yeah. Uh, and it comes from Jim. Can you guys start looking at each other when you're talking to one another like the Friday night show since it bugs so many people and is amusing? No, I don't want to look at any of these bastards. No. No. Um, are you up there? Okay, real quick. Real quick, uh, I want to do a INN community update. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm Tyler Whitkin right now, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, I... I want to mention some cool stuff that's happening in the community. Um, there's this there's this guy on Reddit. Uh, his name is Bullet with an IT instead of an ET. Th- Thirty nine. Uh, he is working on a um, Machinima project. Um, he um, it's going to premiere on Friday next week, uh, the, November eleventh on Captain Richard's um, Twitch channel at uh, 10 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern Daylight Time. Um, it looks really awesome. I'm going to post the thread in here. Um, it's called um, it's called Vengeance of the Damned. It looks really cool. Please go check it out. It looks awesome. Um, and yeah... Also, guys, uh, we're getting ever closer to our 3,000 Twitter follower. Um, Twitter! So when we get when we get there, we're going to do a big giveaway. Um, I have a box. Uh, yeah. Oh, also, didn't realize this happened. We hit 2,000 followers on Twitch. Really? Yes, we did. Uh, we Shout out to that. It, actually, uh, 2050 we're at right now. So I think next week we should do something cool. Name them, uh, yes. I don't believe you unless uh, you name them. So, <laughs> so, so thank you very much, everybody. Um, you guys are the best. Um, again, like, we can't do this without you. So please, if if possible, if you have Twitter, if you have any means to share um, our content with your friends, please do. Um, yep. Twitch.tv slash INN live and twitter.com slash INN underscore star citizen. We need some better branding, guys. I, I got two questions. Um, do we have a Flickr? Okay. Yes. What is Flickr? Yes. It was just, yes. It was just created in the it's, last it's like two weeks. Yes. yes, we have All a right, Flickr. So we do have it's, one. It's and Imger, what is it? But. It's it, it's Imgur with without the horrendous uh, file compression. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jim Jim says suggestion Bengal giveaway for two K followers. Sure, no. you got it, Jim. No, but <laughs> no. followers on Twitch, there will be a giveaway, and uh, in the coming months, I I do have a lot of ships. I've got four thousand dollars of ships. I've realized that I do not need $4,000 of ships for the game. So I'm going to be looking into the ships that I have, and I'm going to be looking into some giveaways that we can run. So we will we will be doing some things shortly. Reclaimer yep, giveaway things confirmed. Will be happening. No, Reclaimer no. is fucking mine. Oh, Endeavor. All right. Endeavor. I, uh, David, David, no. David, has, David has some pretty serious <laughs> issues when he's without his Reclaimer. I, also, I, guys... 
Um, not to be vague or anything, but uh, we got some cool things on the horizon for INN. So stay tuned. We got plans, bro. Uh, so I want to run down. Nikar, do you have anything this week? I know that last week we had Zane's article. Do we have anything for the coming week? Um, let's be spontaneous this week. I don't Let's know. be spontaneous this week. Okay, Maybe. this is going to be a spontaneous week. Maybe. Shut up, what do you got? Uh, Cosmic Cataclysm, postcards from Event Horizon, any news that comes out, I will be stalking it. Uh, I'm on something else this week. <laughs> God, I can't even remember what I'm oh, on. Stop oh, postcards. I forgot one thing. Um, everybody watching the stream right now, uh, if you want some more of me, but I mean, not so none of you. Um, <laughs> it depends on what you're I'm offering. Going to be on, I'm going to be on uh, uh, our dear friend, Mr. Yes. Paul, Paul, the Astropub uh, Shelley on his podcast, The Captain's Table. Ask so, him if he finished off his sortilege because I just finished off I mine. Will. I will ask him. So if you go here, uh, twitch.tv slash the Astropub. Um, that starts at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So um, it's going to be here. I'm going to pull up uh, the roster for this week. Um, it's pretty good this week. Um, it's going to be me, Paul, uh, Ryan from the Super Mac Brothers, uh, Matauchi, the Nubifier, and Witch Kitty. So it's a pretty loaded cast of characters. Um, yes, that, yes, Jim, that is that is tonight um, at 6 o'clock. Eastern time, so in about two hours. And I've got nothing. Just stay tuned to the regular transcripts from CS and his team. Absolutely. And by the way, yeah. huge props to them for all their work. Always, um, the whole team. That monthly yeah. report summary. Yeah. Like even their leader was down and out this week, and they got the monthly report summary done without him. Yep. The the team <laughs> that we've got going is yes. absolutely amazing. <laughs> uh, like like Jake said, keep. Keep an eye out for some exciting things coming to INN soon. TM, yep. uh, yeah, we got we got stuff coming up. And yep. uh, hey, you know what? This is ten minutes past the time that I said we'd take ten minutes to get to. So thank you all for coming out. Thank you all for hanging out. Thank you all for asking all your questions. Shiver, I don't care if your numbers are wrong, mine are correct. I'm going to continue talking until we hit for. 10 on the p.m. Yeah, that's what you just did. No, I'm done. Uh, yeah. Bye, everybody. Thank thanks you. For, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the verse. See you in the verse. Inside the verse. Inside or something. Is that the name of our show? I yes, don't know. Should we take it? Wait, wait. Question. Real quick. Should we take it, change it to in the verse? No. No. <laughs> Uh -oh. <laughs> Eris in the 25th century. See you later, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Have a good weekend. <laughs>